Welcome to The Drive with Josh Downs, a faith-based coaching podcast where I'll share weekly thoughts, principles, insights, and more, all designed to help you build a better self, to better love yourself, so that you can better become all you were meant to be. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to another edition of The Drive Podcast. I'm Josh Downs, and today's episode is episode 524, Summer, Summer, Summer. (laughs) You know, I can always tell when summer started, primarily because of three things. One, my kids are still in bed sometimes well after nine. (laughs) Watermelon and corn have started to show up in stores. And finally, Phineas and Ferb is playing almost nonstop in my my home. If you you don't know this cartoon, it's a classic. It is hilarious. And it's about two kids that are just trying to make the most of each and every day during the summer. And boy, do they do that. (laughs) So my girls just love watching it. It's one of those things that just kind of signals the start of summer at our house. I just absolutely love summer. And who really doesn't? Another movie or series of movies that tends to make an appearance in my house at the beginning of summer is High School Musical. (laughs) And there's a a scene, in fact, at the start of one of, I think it's the second movie, where the kids are all in class, they're counting down the final seconds until the final bell rings, signaling that it's the end of the school year and the beginning of summer. And as the seconds tick down quietly, the class chants with each passing second, summer, 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 (laughs) Do you remember how amazing summer was as a kid? Those are just some fun memories, aren't they? It was filled with endless adventures and exciting activities. Each day was just a new day to do something fun and to just enjoy life. And summer seemed to last forever back then, didn't it? So much so that you even felt a little ready for school by the time it began again when it did. As we get older, though, something happens, I've noticed. I I swear life gets moving faster and faster, and days just, they seem shorter and shorter. Everything seems to speed up, including summer. However, summer can and should be different, but I've learned that it's up to us to make it that way. It's up to us to slow things down. So, welcome to the start of summer. Now, slow it down. (laughs) I shared at the very beginning of this journey of mine in creating this podcast, the story that I had back when I visited Hawaii and Maui in particular, and went on a little adventure called the Road to Hana. In the Road to Hana, it's a small, windy, two-lane road that just seems to go on forever. It takes several hours, maybe even up to four, to get to this destination called Hana which is a beautiful destination by itself. Nice, big, black sand area. There's some some great ice cream and just some fun things to do there. But if you were focused on just getting to that destination, the destination of Hana, you would have missed some of the most incredible things that were all along the way. The purpose behind the road to Hana wasn't really just to get to Hana, but it was to experience the joy in the journey. There were some of the most incredibly beautiful waterfalls, lush gardens, emerald pools, and of course, beaches all along the way. All a different color of sand. It was absolutely incredible. Red sand, brown sand, white sand, black sand, yellow sand. It was just an amazing experience, but it taught me one of the most profound lessons of my life, which is that we can miss much of the enjoyment and the best parts of life by focusing too much on the destination 
that we fail to slow down enough to enjoy the things that happen all along the way in the journey. And summer is a great place for us to remember that and to put that into practice, to slow down enough to enjoy each passing moment, each passing day, instead of trying to get to these destinations that we always have for ourselves. In fact, to me, in a lot of ways, that really is one of the main purposes of summer. It's to help us learn to slow down. In an article on CNN speaking on the value of summer, author David G. Allen writes, you don't want to miss anything by hurrying past it. That's the wisdom of summer. It can be also the value of summer. It teaches us to be fully awake, engaged, and open to everything around us. It's about being outside, whether it's in crowded streets and community events and concerts or being somewhere deep in nature. It's the season for relaxing and the pursuit of happiness, or maybe slowing down enough to enjoy the simple things that bring happiness. In his book, The Rural Life, Verlin Kilkenborg referred to summer as the season in which leisure swells like a tomato (laughs) until it's round and red and ripe. And then he invites us to take a slow, juicy bite. So get out, go camping, or at least spend the day in the woods. Savor cherries, peaches, watermelon, and funnel cake and ice cream. Gulp lemonade, get wet, see an outdoor performance or two. Watch movies and thunderstorms. Enjoy books with scant literary merit just for the guilty pleasure of it. Summer is life, and life is precious and wild, and it moves too fast. But summer is a state of mind. Whatever we do during its few months, summertime remains fixed in our collective consciousness. This is the season when many of our deepest memories are forged. It plays a starring role in the highlight reel of our childhood. And I know that each of us recognizes that. It's so fun to look back and recognize and to see just how integral uh, summer was in the best moments of our lives. Author Jenny Han once wrote that, Everything good, everything magical happens between the months of June and August. So dig in and make some new memories. Even if your plans are no more ambitious than to take naps, (laughs) read outside, sleep in a tent, and float in a pool. Not everyone can afford sailing trips and Caribbean vacations, but many of summer's greatest pleasures are simple and inexpensive, and that's what's so beautiful about summer. So ask yourself what Pulitzer Prize-winning poet Mary Oliver does in her poem, The Summer Day. Tell me, what is it you plan to do with your one wild and precious life, your one wild and precious summer this year? Summer is full of simple outdoor pleasures, such as the feeling of sun and wind on your arms and legs, freshly uncovered. The season contains a kind of happiness born out of escapes of any kind. It tastes of roasted vegetables and fruit so ripe that it dribbles off your chin. Doesn't it just make you hungry thinking about all these things that we love to eat during summer? This is the time to get out as much as you can for as long as you can. To tend the garden, to climb trees, to swim in the waves, to eat outdoors, to take a walk at dusk and sleep under the stars. Fall is the season for all senses, and I love fall. The feel of cooler temperatures after a long summer a warm, visually pleasing palette of reds, oranges, and browns, the taste of pumpkin spice and everything, the sound of crunching leaves underfoot, the smell of wood smoke. All those things are coming, but first we have summer. Studies have long established a link between mental health and nature. The more that we connect with what is outside, the more content we become inside. Isn't that just a beautiful thought and a true one? 
which is why it's so important to get outside. In those vernal seasons of the year when the air is calm and pleasant, John Milton wrote, It were an injury and sullenness against nature to not go out. In the United States, summer is bookended by two holidays that honor both work and sacrifice. And in the middle of it is a holiday, ironically, that celebrates our freedom and independence. Memorial Day reminds us to look back with gratitude and honor soldiers who died in battle, as well as other loved ones who have played big roles in our lives. And Labor Day honors work by giving many of us a break from it. In many ways, these holidays are a metaphor because between sacrifice and work, and maybe because of it, we have freedom, which we celebrate during the middle of summer. Summer, in many ways, is the season of self-autonomy, a time to honor the sacrifices made and the work that we do to enjoy the life that we have. But if we're not careful, summer will pass us right by, almost like a dream in the night, because, as you know, life moves pretty fast. So again, my hope is, is that you will make it a point to slow down this summer. In his article, Gary Allen continues that summer is a wonderful kinetic time, a season of youth, activity, celebration, and revolution. It encourages dancing under sprinklers, sparklers, and stars. It beckons us on long bike rides and hikes. It's the season of swimming and tents, of giving into the gravitational pull of trees and bodies of water. But conversely, it's also the time to do as little as possible. It's the season to just be. Let the heart encourage you to be sluggish so you have time to savor these pleasures. Waste time without guilt. Deep summer is when laziness finds respectability, <laughs> is what uh, the philosopher Sam Keen wrote. Tis the season for laying a hammock, sipping on something cool, and staring up at tree limbs swaying in the breeze. For blockbuster movies, entertaining book and magazine indulgences, and outdoor festivals. Long hours of daylight mean more daytime to greedily partake in more of everything. Dinners and bedtimes migrate later and later, and if you're really lucky, sleeping in can stretch until the sun streams through windows. Time just seems to shift in summer. There seems to be more of it while also going by too quickly. And then... It's all over, like a melting popsicle fragment bleeding on the sidewalk. Mary Oliver's summer day poem sums up the melancholy of bidding adieu to this sweet succulent season when she writes, Tell me, what else should I have done? Doesn't everything die at last and too soon? To everything there is a season. So live in each season as it passes. Breathe the air, drink the drink, taste the fruit, and resign yourself to the influence of the earthly. Is what Henry David Thoreau wrote in Walden, his practical meditation on living seasonally. In the fall, he says, welcome an inward focus as the days get chillier and darker. In the winter, go deep inside yourself to get snug and comfortable there. In the spring, let yourself break out of the cocoon because we've endured the darkness and need to let in the light. And in summer, get outside, commune with nature, embody freedom and chase happiness like a puppy after its own tail, and then fall down in the grass and lie there for as long as you can, living your one wild and precious life. I just love that article in its entirety and everything that it reminds us 
to do and to make of these next few months, which is why I wanted to do this episode today. This really is one of the first weeks of full-blown summer, and we actually have some decent weather for once, although it's been a little rainy around here as well. But the sun is starting to shine, and I got my first sunburn over the weekend, which is a good sign. It means I was outside doing something fun. But the key, as always, is to slow down and to make time for simple things. Every one of us should have a list of things that we'd like to do and accomplish with a few days of just doing nothing as much as possible, laying by a pool or lounging in a chair on the patio and sipping something cool. God created things to act and things to be acted upon. And so the question remains for each of us, what will you be this summer? Will summer act upon you and pass without doing a whole lot different? Or will you act on it and take control of your summer? Shape it into what you want it to be. Have the experiences that you want to have. Make it a summer to remember, not one that will easily be forgotten. I believe that this is one of the very reasons that God created summer. I think he knew. In fact, I know he knew how much that we would love the sunshine getting outdoors and enjoying concerts and festivals and road trips, vacations and swimming, how much we'd love the beach and the mountains, going hiking and so many more endless fun activities and things that there are to do this time of year. But like with anything in life, if we don't slow down enough to enjoy them, they'll be missed and another summer will have come and gone filled with just more work days or a lot of television and video games and things that don't really help us to connect with who we are and the life, the best life that we're meant to live. Elder Neil L. Anderson, a current leader of my faith, recently recalled an experience several years ago when his son bought a wood carving of the Savior. The piece was about three feet tall, he said, and the artist had carved the Savior with his right hand outstretched in front as if he were signaling or addressing others to stop or something. Elder Anderson's son took the carving home and placed it on his father's desk. And when his three-year-old daughter saw the carving, she turned to her father and stretching out her own little arm, mimicking that of the wood carving, she said seriously, Daddy, Jesus says, slow down. (laughs) He said, this little girl reminded him that some of the best moments spiritually and emotionally and in connecting with others comes in quiet moments of contemplation and conversation. When we put aside the hustle and bustle and the craziness of life and are present in the moment, listening and talking and taking things in, which is exactly the type of connecting that summer is made for. So my message to you this week is to not waste another hour of summer, to make a list, both you personally and for your family. Teach your kids the importance of making their own list and visualizing what they want and then going after it to accomplish it. Help them create those lists that they want uh, of things they want to do this summer. It's a simple thing to do, but as the scriptures teach, it's by small and simple things that great things are brought to pass. That little simple summer list that you might spend a few moments creating may just be what leads to some of the greatest moments that you'll have this summer. So let's act this week to make this summer amazing. And just maybe we might find ourselves back in that same spirit that we had back when we were kids, 
sitting in class watching those seconds count down on the last day of school, softly chanting to ourselves, summer, summer, <laughs> summer. Well, thanks for listening this week. As always, thank you for your support and your time. I hope this week's message has inspired you to make a little bit more of your summer before it's too late and it's gone. Just a reminder also that I'm currently booking corporate trainings and speaking events for any companies that are looking to get a meaningful message to their employees. One of my main areas of focus is providing trainings on creating a healthy work-life balance that really allows each individual to reach their full potential as both an individual and an employee. So message me if this sounds like it might be a good fit for your company retreat or the next training that they have or you'd like to do. I'm also busy booking assemblies for the next school year. So if you have a school in mind that might be interested in a message about resiliency and learning how to lift yourself by lifting others, then also message me those details as well. Now have a great week and until next time, I'm Josh Downs and you've been listening to The Drive.